Welcome to the Next Generation Construction Podcast, brought to you by G4C, the young professional voice of the built environment. We are hopefully here to inspire the next generation of our industry. Welcome to the Next Generation Podcast by G4C, sponsored by East Riding Council. Hello, I'm Rosie Davis, and you're listening to the G4C Podcast. Today we have three guests joining me who are all women in construction and who all work in very technical roles. We're going to talk about why they chose construction uh, as a career and how we can encourage more women to join this fantastic industry. At the moment there are 2.1 million people who work in construction in the UK and of that only 11% are women which is a little bit crazy, but I guess one of the reasons for this is that there is a bit of a gender stereotype associated with some of the roles in construction. So we want to tackle some of those misconceptions and help make people aware, that, and particularly young women, that a career in construction is an option for everybody. So with me today, I have the lovely Emily Smart, Executive Cost Manager from Gleeds. Hiya. The wonderful Gabriella Ballas, Senior Electrical Engineer from Bureau Happold. Hello. And the fantastic Sophie Hodges, from Architect from Seven Architecture. Welcome, ladies. Hi. Hi. Hey. <laughs> so, um, let's just start by uh, introducing yourselves and how you got into the industry and why you chose your roles in construction. Emily, let's go to you first. Yeah, so um, I'm Emily. I'm an executive ex- executive cost manager um, from Cleeds. Um, I got into the industry when I was 18, so I started straight from college. Um, Cleeds supported me straight through my degree, mm-hmm. my APC, and then to where I am now. So I've been at Cleeds for 10 years now. Um, I got into the industry because my mum's friend was a QS, right. um, and she um, she's obviously a, a woman which is great part of this topic and she drove a nice car um, she had a great life um, and she loved maths and to be fair I really liked maths didn't right. want to go into accounting so I just thought it's interesting you've got something to show for all the numbers mm-hmm. that you're working with and that's why I got into it Fab. I'm still there now brilliant mm. and Gabriella what about yourself how and you know Emily consultants female ones are a rare breed they're hard <laughs> to find so how did you find yourself as an electrical engineer um, actually, when I've started, um, so I've started like um, high school uh, with um, uh, computer science. Right. So I always wanted to be like um, an engineer, but I didn't know exactly what. So by the time I uh, went to university, I decided to go to electrical um, um, engineering, mm-hmm. just because I found it so interesting and I was so curious about how everything works and that really um, kind of attracted me to uh, to the um, industry. So I've started um, over six years ago in building services and I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And how are you finding it now? Still loving it? I am. Yeah. I am and I have every day. So the, the beauty of being electrical engineers, like every day you're learning something mm. new and the, the technologies are changing every day. So you, you need to, in a way, keep up with things. Mm. Uh, so that makes, uh, makes it more interesting. Mm. And um, I'm, I'm really curious about how it all goes in yeah. the future. I know it is changing. There's so much more 
like you say, technology out there with BIM mm. and Revit. And I suppose with net zero carbon as well. Like everyone's all, that's like the big thing that everyone's yeah, talking that about. Is, that's that's it's all about, you know, m yeah. Electrical engineering. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, you know, you're kind of gas engineers are on the, on the way out. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Everything's going to, the, to electric. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good time to be an electrical engineer. <laughs> Sophie, what about yourself? So you've just moved roles to a different company, Seven Architecture. So yeah. congratulations. Thank Four you. weeks into the new role, how's it going? Uh, yeah, it's going really well. Yeah, it's really um, exciting to get some sort of fresh energy um, into what I'm doing. So I qualified about two and a half years ago as an architect after a probably about seven and a half year course. <laughs> so um, from, from start to finish, <laughs> from, a, from a fresh wow. at, yeah. at 20, uh, how when did you start uni? 18. 18, Sorry, yeah. yeah. Fresh at 18 to, um, yeah, qualified seven and a half years later. Um, <laughs> I suppose you have a massive responsibility like doctors you yeah. have to make sure things stay off and everything looks good yeah, yeah exactly yeah dealing with sick buildings <laughs> um, yeah so it's been um, yeah really long long but um, enjoyable journey I'd say mm-hmm. and um, I still feel very much at the beginning of it yeah, but okay. I'd say in a good way a lot of people sort of say seven and a half years that sounds exhausting and I thought well no because as you say you know every day is a school day and and I think that's a great way to look at yeah. you know, career and especially being, you know, our age and our generation where, you know, you're not just working on retiring at 55, you know, you want something that's going to keep you occupied for a really long time. Yeah. Um, which, you know, so far so good. Yeah. <laughs> and why did you choose architecture? Was it always something you wanted to do or...? Um, it was something that sort of came to me when I was deciding about A-level choices and what I wanted to you do at university and... Asking people, you know, family and friends and stuff, what, you know, what, what do you do, what's what's great? And it was um, speaking with someone who knew an architect and said, oh, you know, they've got quite an interesting life, they do interesting things. Mm. Um, and I suddenly thought, actually, it already really aligns well with what I do. I was really interested in maths, but also really liked the creative side and had lots of sort of creative hobbies. And, and it just really felt like it was going to bring that together. Um and you know, I was also told that architects earn a lot of money, which has been a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I've also heard that too. Yeah. <laughs> the lie bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's yeah. Um, it's been great, and it does definitely bring those things together. And I think the more I started looking at it, the more you realise what an impact you're able to make mm-hmm. um, on the world around you by being part of the um, design procurement of buildings, the built environment and Definitely. infrastructure and all that. And I think um, you could just get so much out of it and put so much into it as well that then, you know, it's not necessarily about the legacy leaving and the ego side of it, but it's more about um, just being able to influence and make change and be part of, you know, Definitely. the world around you in a very... Construction, yeah, I love that. Well, construction's everywhere, isn't it? Mm. It's in every single country, every city, every language. So it is such an important industry. Um, That's something I've found out since I've joined, really, because I just never thought I'd ever go into construction, but here I am. So um, let's go into it then. So how many women are in your roles? You've through your experience, have you found you've come across a lot of women in your kind of roles, and maybe not just in your company, but generally in the industry? Um, don't know who wants to take that one on first, Emily. Uh, I think, well, <laughs> QS-wise, not so many. Right. Um, I think from a project management side, you see a lot more women than you do quantity surveying. Um, 
where I was just saying before, where our Liverpool office now is actually 50% men, 50% women in terms of QS, which is great, mm-hmm. where everybody probably should try and get to. Manchester, there's two of us mm-hmm. out of 12. Um, and it's just, it's such a diverse split depending on who you're looking at and which companies you're looking at. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's, I mean, everyone knows it's a male dominant industry, but. Yeah, I think it's getting better. Changing. Like, we, we were saying, I read something the other day about Gleeds that we hired 35% of women graduates in 2020 and our target is to get 50 percent grad, graduates by 2023 so uh, we're just currently going through our graduate program now for 2021 right into 2022 so it'll be interesting to see how many mm. more people come through come through there yeah um so yeah, go i mean on. i think just sort of touching on that i think something interesting in architecture like so at part one first year when i started there's about 55 percent um, women on the course um, but by the time you actually get to qualifying it's so drastically reduced wow. and then when you factor in then the hierarchy in the industry and then you know the leadership level in the industry you know few and far between it uh, yeah. uh, women in, and that's been an ongoing trend so although yeah things are getting better yeah. and there are more women coming through there's also still a lot of women why do you think people drop off. out towards the end is it because of it how long it is or? I think that's a m- big factor for a lot of women yeah is is the length of time it takes to get to a sort of role um you know h- higher up yeah um and if you're wanting to factor in having families or things like that and taking time off i think it's quite off-putting yeah for a lot of, yeah um a lot of women and um you know because the sort of family side of things is still very much on women um, yeah, it is, yeah. so I think I think that's a really big factor and so they'll be in the industry lots you know women are started with at part one are still in the industry but they've not stuck it out in architecture right yeah. they've gone into other roles um, in the industry that sort of don't quite have such a long mm-hmm. like process of getting qualified yeah and yeah. I guess when you get qualified you're sort of 27 28 yeah. and like I mean, it's not the time you, you think, right, that's definitely when I'm going to have kids. But in the next maybe few years, if you've got a partner and you want kids, that's when you start yeah. thinking mm-hmm. about it. So I can see why some women would be put off by that because of the, the the standard ways of life that there is in society at the moment, I guess. Mm. Yeah. And what about you, Gabriella? Have you come across many women in your role? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we all laughed. <laughs> I, I don't know why I'm asking you that question because I think I know the answer, but uh, go on. But when we've met, you said uh, you don't know any uh, no. female electrical No, engineers. I don't know so, any. I mean, I work also for yeah. an MNE consultant and we've got none. So, you know, it was so great to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, very few, um, mm. to, to, to be honest with you. I've noticed, like... Um, recently have been more um, maybe mechanical engineers yeah, rather than electrical. I've heard that too, yeah. Um, maybe as a, as a mechanical engineer, you get involved with sustainability and you're looking at different, uh, like now with the net zero carbon and things like that. So it's not that uh, purely electrical biased, uh, like, um, yeah, I used to be. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, even in my role, um, I, I'm starting to, um, to look at other... Um, um, engineering mm-hmm. um, size or like mechanical and I'm covering all the uh, specialist mm-hmm. um, areas like fire systems mm-hmm. or security systems so it's not just pure electrical just when you say yeah, exactly yeah. when you say electrical engineers so maybe um, it's a misconception um, for 
young female mm -hmm. um, who are willing to, to go um, to have a career in mm -hmm. engineering. Mm -hmm. uh, when they say electrical engineer, it's just electrical. No, it not. it's not. Right, okay. Um, and it, it covers more than that. And also, as an electrical, um, I, I keep saying to many people, without electricity, you don't have other systems. No. So it is really an important important job. Definitely. I mean, it makes buildings come alive, usable. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Exactly, you yeah. It's the literally hearts. go into a building without <laughs> yeah. any electricity, yeah. can you? So. Yeah. No, definitely. That's interesting. I, I didn't really think of it like that. Obviously, not technical myself, but um, yeah, I can imagine it would be off put. Not off putting is the wrong word, but yeah, it's a misconception, isn't it? As an electrical I think it's, engineer, it's also probably. like um, not just electrical engineering, but also like um, architecture or quantity survey. Mm. Is the information is not really out there? Yeah. So uh, even even for myself, when I um, sign up to, to go to university to study electronics <laughs> and electrical engineering, uh, I didn't know exactly. I, I just knew I wanted to be an electrical engineer right. in a way, mm -hmm. but I didn't have enough information. Mm. And even like um, apprentices, um, I, I, I work with apprentices um, at Bureau Happel and um, they don't have the information and they need guidance mm -hmm. and... Um, a bit of uh, more information to mm -hmm. put it out there so they can decide which yeah. specialty or yeah. which path uh, they Definitely. should take. Yeah. And Sorry, go on. I was going to say, because I suppose at school, especially when, when I went to school, we didn't do anything that much to do with like electronics or mm. you didn't really know that there are particular jobs out there that you would that you would do like I had an engineer I did engineering for one of my GCSEs which not many people I was going to say, I think I remember you telling yeah, me. Yeah, and it was like a double <laughs> award and basically I had double the amount of engineering during the week and I got to make things and we did we made a lamp and we did like soldering and no one else I know did that no. as, a, as a GCSE and I loved it and that's what got me really interested into construction mm. and I wonder if that's well, slowly kind of be... phasing out that people don't actually know that there are there are more vocational pro mm. like jobs out there yeah. that aren't specifically just like maths, English. Exactly. I think that's such a big factor. I mean, at school, yeah, in my experience at school, absolutely nothing related to the built environment no. whatsoever. Mm. You know, geography touched upon it a little bit. I did GCSE geography. Um, and that was it. Mm. You know, was a couple of modules yeah. in that. And so little information about any of the built environment job sectors at all as you're going through. And as you say, it's vocational. And that's really... It's easy for the kids if they can see it to be able to go there and going to go. Yeah, it's more interesting though, because like when you when you're 15 yeah. and you spend every single day at school sat in a desk listening to someone speak to you, yeah. you're actually getting into a workshop and you're you're building things and you're making things mm. and you're learning how things yeah. get put together you and you and you see how it, it goes together and then you have like a, we had a bit where we did kind of graphic design and we all started mm. to draw things, and I found that really interesting. I loved all the educational bits, but. Engineering yeah, was probably one of my best subjects, but I don't think they. I need to double check, but I'm not even sure my school still does still that do because right. it was different teach. It was different teachers who were really they were engineering teachers, and right. I, and I think they, they all are left. retired now. That's a shame, isn't it? I was going to ask you all if you ever, you know, saw these careers as an option for you in school, but I guess you've already just answered that question. Yeah. Not really. You did obviously with the engineering. I did. But I, I was probably really fortunate because I did. In year 10, when you do work experience, I did work experience with my mum's friend as a QS mm. who worked for Rock Building at the time at Salford Keys and loved it. And then I did more work experience in college. So I kind of already always knew from being 16 mm. that I wanted to be a QS. And I know not many people have that look. Mm. Like, 
or have that any ambition or know necessarily what they're going to go into. Yeah. Yeah. And I've got into it and I, I'm glad I did because yeah. I absolutely love it. Because you had that experience from somebody yeah. else that was already a QS. Already doing it. Yeah. Even though it's slightly different side because she was a contractor to QS whereas yeah, I'm a PQS. But still the same yeah, yeah, principles. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, sorry, go on, Sophie. Yeah, I was going to say, say, I think that's it. Like, representation is, like, is really important. I mean, being an architect, you know, an architect is a sort of textbook career. It's something you do know about when you're younger. Um, but a lot of the, like, other sort of industry roles are just are not a kind of known phenomenon you know like yeah builder everyone knows builder and that's usually you know bloke isn't it on the on the little storybook cards isn't it yeah you that's know? it yeah and, and these mm. sorts of things and I think you know talking about women in in construction in particular you know it's having that um representation to be able to see yourself and see that it's open yeah. to mm-hmm. you um I think you know it's really important and obviously you had that your role model your mum's friend yeah um, which is great so you could see where you, you can just relate to it more whereas I think a lot of the time when you look at builders on site and 90% of them are hairy ass men. Yeah. yeah. Um, you don't want to do that? Because <laughs> no, you think, well, do you really no. want to be working on something no, like that? No. I remember sitting sitting in my maths class saying, when we were talking about A levels and what, what we wanted to do at uni, I said, yeah, I'm going to do architecture. And my maths teacher said, oh, there'll be a lot of men in that then. Well, as um, if it's a bad thing. As a woman, and <laughs> yeah. thinking, are you, are you trying to put me off? Are you trying yeah. to be discouraging? And actually, the class I was sitting in, the module I, particular module I'd taken, I was the only girl who had chosen to do it. So I was sitting around a room of only men anyway, being yeah. told, oh, well, you're going into an industry of all men. It's like, okay, well... Is there any difference today? <laughs> How is it going to change if I don't go into it, you yeah. know? Like, it's always going to be just men yeah. if women don't just go for it. And so, go, yeah. yeah, having teachers and, and teachers, Yeah, exactly, yeah. that's it. For young Young just supporting to people to do what they want mm. to do, yeah, whether that's, that's male or female. Oh, I don't want to do that. Mm. And, you know, those kind of lessons yeah. I think can really Oh, that, that goes on to my next question is how do we encourage more women to join the industry? So it's a school level, isn't it? We you encourage them from the, the beginning and the really. representation. It's not just Bob the Builder. It's, you know, every person in building yeah. sort of thing. I think even at early age, because when you talked about, um, so if you want to mention about cards, I'm thinking like toys, for example. So my, my sister, she's a doctor, and my niece, she's always... Um, uh, she she has my sister as a role model, uh, so she always plays with toys like uh, they are um, uh, like a doctor or mm. anything like that related to uh, medicine, um, and I'm, I'm thinking maybe it's something like that because they're not. Um, you, you need a role model in a way because everyone starts as early age when you like when you're young and people ask you what do you want to do when you grow up mm-hmm. it's like um if you don't have that exposure even to toys um to to be able like even yeah. like you mentioned you all, always have uh, the man dress as an engineer why don't you have a woman dress yeah, as an yeah, engineer yeah. Mm-hmm. so it it's yeah i think it needs to go to early early stage, yeah, early definitely. age. Definitely. I think that's really important. I mean, there is an architect Barbie though. Is <laughs> oh, there actually? Yeah. yeah. I think she's got a pink drawing roll. She's <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Barbie, so we'll allow it. I okay. think Barbie <laughs> Barbie have um changed the way they've done things, haven't they? There is they've a really good inclusive. If I will try and find it and share it with you all. There's a really good video of kids who are probably only about five or six and it's it's sponsored by barbie and it's talking about how um by the time you get to i think it's something to the age of seven girls who like young like girls 
their ambitions of when you ask a, like a five-year-old when you're being like, I want to be an astronaut, mm-hmm. I want to be this, I want to be the president, they start to get kind of squashed a little bit and we and it's understanding why that oh, ambition starts to get squashed mm. at seven and you start thinking, oh, I'm going to only probably do this or only probably do that. And it's more about empowering people so when you give a gift to like your children or to like friends' children, mm. to make it that it's it doesn't quash, like squash their dream, dreams. Yeah. You don't have to go and buy them a baby because they want to be like have a loads of babies. You could go buy them educational gifts. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Will keep mm. their ambition going. That's a good. Idea. I'll find it. It's really good. My yeah, friends please sent me do. It. Yeah, it's really, really that. good. That'd be yeah. fab. I mean, I think one thing um, I think is really important to sort of I don't know teach kids and and allow kids to sort of think about is. Um, you know the climate emergency that we're in. You know we've got at the moment. We you know need immediate um, solutions to. We need people thinking about. And I know that in particular, it's younger generations that are most concerned about this. And you know I was reading something the other day about kids in school, are particularly you know really anxious about it, all this mm. stuff. And the built environment is really key sector to you know resolving a lot of the issues. And so being part of those changes you're getting into the built environment you can really be part of those changes and you know another factor is that women are really key to solving a lot of the environmental issues as well Mm -hmm. um you know there's loads of sort of statistics out there about any sort of female-led or um you know majority female um initiatives have been a lot more successful than when it's been a male-led initiative globally across the world Mm. and sort of numerous statistics about it because loads of different factors really about how women are just um sort of better at organizing understanding things for the greater good and um you know being able to pull stuff together and being more environmentally minded and sustainably minded rather than the sort of profit driven Mm. um you know things that we've sort of got gotten used to um and there's loads of resources online but i think you know, I think that's really exciting. Definitely, you know, to be part of that, and especially as young, you know, young women like coming out of school or even being kids in primary school to kind of look and be like, "Oh, this is, you know, there's a there's a place for you here. There's yeah, a, there's a role. Mm-hmm. You are needed. You're needed. Come, it's not a come sense join of join in and help solve yeah you know, solve the world's problems. You, you literally can do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's great and really really empowering. And obviously, you know, encouraging young boys as well. It's not about discouraging anybody, but yeah. in particular. There is a place here for, for women and a really big place that needs to be mm-hmm, filled. Yeah. Um, and hopefully that's really exciting. No, it well, is. It's, it excites me anyway. Yeah, no, I think that's that interesting because it's it's shifting it away from just building mm. things and being on a muddy yes. building yeah. site, yeah. which is, I think, what construction is kind of seen to be, yeah. yes. to actually this massive, way bigger thing that we don't really think about is the whole yeah. world, you know, and we're a bit a part of that, yeah, which definitely. is amazing. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Love that. Mm. <laughs> um, so, okay, well, let's... So we want more people, to, more women to join the industry. We've sort of talked about how we could encourage more and that there is definitely a place for women. Um, for any women listening to this or young girls listening to this, maybe it'd be good to hear why you guys think it's a good industry as a woman or just as a person um, working in it and if there's been any real positives in your careers so far as a woman not even as a woman just as a person really why someone should join this industry um <laughs> don't oh look at me like that oh <laughs> it's a no. bad question yeah i know it i know i know but i'm sure i well for, for me i 
genuinely most days still really enjoy my job. Yeah. Um, if you'd have asked me last week, I was having an awful week, and I told you <laughs> never, never get into QS, and it's awful. Um, but I work on such vast, diff- like vastly different projects, completely different industries. I've got mm-hmm. jobs where I'm building a new industrial park. I'm building a cinema. I've got. Mm. I'm working on an airport. Like it, it varies Divers. so much that you're constantly you're constantly adapting to different situations and I enjoy that and I enjoy the challenge mm-hmm. I'm not phased that there's a load of men that I work with and I think that potentially mm-hmm. is my personality and I get on with I get on with most people and I'm quite a strong-minded person um but it's just been a really really positive experience I'm 28 I'm in a pretty reasonable good position where I am now you have done and, amazing um I probably wouldn't be where I am if I hadn't if gone into construction, if I'd gone into something else. Mm-hmm. I just really enjoy it. I think it's just a... Because it's so so different every day and things change and we've got all these new things coming in like net zero carbon that I'm going to have to read up loads about to mm-hmm. be able to price it and factor it into our, jo- into our right. projects. There's never nothing that I'm not learning. Yeah. Yeah, I really like it. That's good. Yeah, like Really that. good. Fab. Soph? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely would echo all of all of that, and I mean, I think it's you know, it's a really interesting job. There's a lot, you know, every day is a school day, and it's for me. I, I really enjoy the balance of the sort of technical stuff that you can really get your head into. And some days, you know, you've got your head down, you're working stuff through, and the next day, you're you know, out there meeting people, speaking with clients or other consultants, and so it's really sort of people focused mm, as yeah. well. And it's got such a human element to it. You know what you did. What you know for me as a designer, what I'm designing is used by people, and it affects people's lives. And in, recently, or earlier this year, I was working on a school, and we were working really closely with the um, you know, the head teacher in the school and trust, and you know sitting in these client meetings. They're all virtual, obviously it was in the pandemic. Um, but you're know, speaking with the head teacher about how their school gets used and their experiences, and then I, you know me knowing I can have a positive impact mm. on kids' lives by designing the school in, in a particular way and how this will work. You know, I, I really get a lot that's, out of that. That's, it's really yeah. rewarding for me. Um, I suppose it's nice as well when you see it at the end, because I'm working in quite a lot of schools at the minute, and when they open and they, they all in the September and all the kids go in and they get to use it, it's just nice to see it being yeah. used to its full potential of what you'd, pla- like what you'd plan for, whereas you do things like, I don't know, like a residential block that people are going to live in. Not always, they don't always get... Yeah, I mean that, that's lived in. That's it. That yeah, sense. it's definitely. In They're bought for investment quite a lot of time, yeah, aren't they? Rather right. than yeah, like a, an actual a community. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And and I guess for offices as well, I bet that will be changing a lot with obviously the last eighteen months yeah. and the way we're going to be using our offices. And I know exactly what you mean. It's an actual human element to everything that you're designing. Yes, it's and tangible. It's tangible. It's real. Yeah, and yeah. It's real lives, which is yeah, it's very. Yeah, it's very rewarding, mm-hmm. um, definitely. And you know, it, whilst I've been working, I've also managed to spend quite a lot of time on site. And building stuff's really fun. You know, I got to drive a digger a few years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was it was so much fun. It was brilliant. Um, Dying to be able to do that. Yeah, you just yeah. get a different side of things, don't you? You've got like your office life, where I have to be fair, we have a great office and we have a good laugh. But it's slightly different to when you're on site, where it's probably even slightly more mm. the opposite way. Mm. And it's just, it's just yeah. you get to see different sides of things. That's and the beauty of yeah. the yeah. construction industry. You yeah. get, um, you have the office job when you do designing and everything, and then you go on site and you see actually your work being built. And yeah. 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 And would you say that's why you enjoy your job so much? Because you can see it 
happening on That's a site. You've it, designed it, it on a computer. Really, now it's you're like the really life of the building yeah. now because the day <laughs> that power wordy, comes in yes. and turns on, yeah. So yeah. mostly, uh, my, my favourite part of the day is walking through Manchester and saying, oh, that building, I've worked on that building, mm. or I've been part of that uh, job. So it, it's really rewarding and it's, it's you feel very um, accomplished in a way. Yeah. And yeah. everyone uses them. Like, you can't live without a building. Everyone uses a building in some form. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's... I can imagine walking through Manchester knowing you've had a little bit of work on some buildings mm. that you've designed. Oh, wow, unreal. Um, fab. So, um, right, so we've talked about what we like about the industry, but we do know things. some things need to change, don't mm-hmm. they? Um, it's still a bit old, pale, stale. Um, you said hairy-ass men earlier. Yeah. That's exactly, you know, <laughs> the reputation at Scott. And let's be honest, you know, it is like that now. So... You know, we've got things like women in property and other women-only groups, which I know is ex- inclusive to men as well. But do you think those sort of things help? Is that encouraging more women to join? Or what, what would you say, you know, needs to change? And, you know, how can we do that? I suppose, I think the whole women in property thing's great. And I think it's good for um, women who maybe aren't necessarily massively confident to being out there with loads of groups of men and they and they feel a bit more... Um, support by building their own network up with other likewise women to then go out together. But I think for to make any drastic changes, given that, what is it, is this 80% of construction's mm-hmm. men? Mm-hmm. You 90. Need 90. Mm-hmm. Well, you need, you need 90% of those men to be able to think about the changes as well, to then be able to make any Definitely. significant change to the industry. And we've got some really massively women-focused men in our office that want to change everything and want to bring it equality back to it and make sure that we're all in decent positions um there's always going to be those people who are mm-hmm. from different generations who are just not used to having potentially women in in professional capacities of of equal to them mm-hmm. but that's always going to change but at some point they'll all retire and then everybody else will come up and yeah be... exactly and you said something really good in um before emily about it not just being a tick box exercise where yeah. women just have become mm. the, the you know the senior management because they're women just I, I want to get to that position because yeah. I'm that best person for that exactly. job because I beat every person around me. Nothing mm-hmm. to do with me being a tick box woman. And exactly. I and I don't think that it's fair on women by doing that because then you might put some people in a position they don't they don't feel ready and they don't feel comfortable being in. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only way you can do that is bring more women into the industry. So then you've got a less less of a split so that them senior roles naturally get filled by women because they are the right person for that job regardless of them yeah. being a woman or a man. I agree. I think there's, a, I mean, there's yeah, a few things to think about, I think, with that, because there is a whole issue that women, men and women, stereotypically or kind of generally, um, do project, project themselves very differently to one another. You know, the kind of confident male, you know, the whole gender pay gap issue is, a lot of it, they say, sort of boils down to the fact that men put themselves forward more easily, more confidently than women do, and so they get, you know, further up and higher up. And, and I think, so one thing I think is really important is sort of for senior leadership people to be able to evaluate based on skill sets and outputs rather than based on who's shouting the loudest yeah. for their particular point. role and skills. And I think, you know, that's really important because then you will, you know, get the best yeah. people, not just the ones that shout the loudest. Mm. And sometimes... Perhaps it's not um, necessarily like positive discrimination, but sometimes you do need to see 
you know, sort of someone for who they are, for what they're bringing to the table, even if they're not shouting about themselves, mm-hmm. and, and you know, pulling people up, the right people. So mm-hmm. I think I think that's kind of that's quite important. And I think sort of going back to the um, the women in property thing, um, oh. you know, I, I don't really like to be seen as a woman in property. I like to be seen as a person in property or exactly. person in construction. Yeah. So I do find them slightly patronising, and I think also people end up sort of sitting around talking about, oh, isn't it awful being a woman in construction? <laughs> but actually, um, it's great. Yeah, it's, we've just established yeah. we're we're all loving it. Yeah, um, exactly. That's it. Yeah, but I do think they, they they have their place, and I went to a few events when I first started out. Um, you know, my first um, role after university. And it did help me start networking and speaking with people because it was much easier as a younger woman to speak with other women than it is to speak to, you know, sort of older men. And in particular, sometimes they find it really difficult to talk to you as a younger woman, which mm, yeah. one of my biggest mm. challenges. If I can talk to them, they don't really know how to talk to mm. me. Yeah. They're um, probably like, oh, how do I deal with, like, do I just talk as I would normally with yeah, anybody else yeah. or do I have to be, it's... Yeah, and so I think, um, you know, any all experiences is a good experience. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, if you start out and you want to get, you know, involved in networking, I do think, you know, there, there's a place for, you know, Narwick and women in property. And I have made some really good connections for going to some of those events. Um, but, I, yeah, I don't really like, the whole women in property idea um, because it's we're, we're all I people. Agree. Exactly, I yeah. agree with that. I, I think the name is not really uh, maybe the best, but um, on the other hand, this women-led group in a way helped or are helping uh, young engineers and not just engineers because you feel more comfortable. So going to, uh, like I say, if you go into a networking event, um, with women, you feel more comfortable. But it's also like if you want to share something or uh, you have some concerns or you need to speak with someone about who really understands what you're going through, it it's uh, more approachable in yeah. a way mm-hmm. uh, if you have this groups of women in property. <laughs> yeah. uh, in, in, but it's also uh, good to see um, successful, happy um people mm-hmm. um yeah. that look like you because mm-hmm. yes. in a lot of companies like i said um is there not that many women so you don't have anyone to relate to yeah so oh, having these yeah. groups of female um that in in property in construction industry it really helps some young engineers yeah. but um in terms of the events i do agree it should be in a way not just female because when you talk to to female, you don't yeah you you're talking to you, it's kind of like saying over and over again the same same things mm-hmm. you're not changing anything mm-hmm. um, if you're having just women just women yeah yeah, yeah you need to branch out it's a different yeah, yeah yeah exactly and I think women in property events or women in construction events they are open to exactly so yes. to everyone they're yeah. open to men and they're women up, they're just they obviously more targeted I guess it's you know it's it's like feminism isn't it it's people there's a bit of a stigma attached to feminism because it's called feminism but it actually means mm. equal rights for everybody yeah. yes so you know maybe women in property is a good thing because it highlights that there are women in property and but there is a problem not problem but just a shortage of them you know and it's mm. but like you say i completely agree it's good to see other women in your role doing well having like a bit mm. of someone to look up to and to relate to and to talk about your issues, your problems, something you share. Yeah, it's definitely got a place, but mm. 
And I think that that's also true, not just for sort of gender related issues, but sort of cultural diversity as well, is having representation of people who, you know, are like you or look like mm-hmm. you, higher up, you know, the, the chain and that you can see, you know, have a vision of where you could get to and, and see, um, you know, even just sort of different management or leadership styles, you know, yeah. if you've only ever been managed or led by someone, you know, for me, by men, um, then you don't really necessarily know, like, you can't see where you could get to yeah. or what you would be like or see yourself mm. in that person. Um, and so that, you know, I think is a bit of a hindrance, you know, and, and why it is important to get women higher up and, and also just anyone who's not sort of male, pale and stale. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. Just so you can see where you can go. Definitely. It's very helpful. Mm-hmm. I agree, I agree. And, and they are good events. I mean, I went to mm. the um, Women in Property barbecue and it is always just a nice, lovely crowd of people that go. And, yeah. yeah. You know, sometimes, like you say, the normal networking events when it's just full of grey suits. Um, oh, did, did anyone go to the, the place party last week? Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was great, though. It was good. But, yeah. It was great, but there was a, there was a lot, lot of... of yeah. There was a lot of... Yeah. 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 But, you know, it was like token, like... Two women to each table. I was went to an event. I think it actually was probably hosted by an M&E, um engineer. It wasn't either of yours, but it was someone I can't remember the name now, and I won't mention it. Because um, it's going to get really awkward. It, was, yeah, no, it wasn't. No, I won't mention it was, but um, I was the only woman there, other than the waitresses, which just felt really. Which is so strange because. I thought, you know, that only happened years ago. I thought it did, and I was really surprised like when I went, and I suddenly thought, I look, you know, looking around, and there was um, you know, women on the door, like, signing names, and women, women coming around with drinks, and I suddenly thought, this is, this is awful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the wrong room here, but also maybe I'm in the right room. I wasn't quite sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, yeah, you're kind of in two minds, aren't you? Because you're like, well, I've been invited. I'm here on my own right, regardless of yeah. me being... Mm-hmm. But why isn't nobody else here with yeah. me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. But we are, I think that's an exception because every event I go to, and I do go to a few, there was a lot of women there. But there's obviously still more men. But It's just because of the industry. Though, it's it? just the, the industry, industry yeah. Mm. I think hopefully, you know, things are changing. Um, and as we've all spoke about today, we're all really happy in this industry. Yeah. You know, it's a fantastic industry for women to be a part of. So hopefully... More people, more women are joining. So just to finish, as we're running out of time, let's um, just go around. I just want you to think about um, a piece of advice maybe you'd give to someone just about to join the industry, woman or male, um, female or male, not woman or male, um, (laughs) girl or boy, whatever. um, What would you say to them, you know, a piece of advice? You tell your younger self. I don't know who wants to go first. (laughs) say don't hold back and just go for it and yeah just just go for it go for it yeah kind of as simple as that really yeah and I think that's something maybe you know specific to myself when I was younger you know lacking a lot more confidence Mm. and 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 things like that and I think that can um you know you're only holding yourself back you know the the world's there everything's there for the taking if you want it and um yeah just go for it go for Mm. it and enjoy it main part <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah actually that's the main one <laughs> Gabriella what would you have told your younger self I mean we are all still young by the way we're yeah, not old yeah. but you know I'm talking like 16 18 year olds because you were all sort of invested in construction at that point mm. so yeah. what would you 
if you have anything to say to your younger 16-year-old self, what would it be? I think I was quite lucky because I, I, already, I knew what I wanted to be, I knew what I wanted to do, but there are a lot of young um, female or male um, out there that are thinking, what should I go into the construction industry or not? Um, and what I would say before we discount the idea, um, just ask around. Uh, mm-hmm. Just do some research, or um, I'm I'm even happy to to discuss with people who mm-hmm. are not not secure if they should choose this career path or not, because uh, it, it's it might be frightening when you hear like yeah, <laughs> construction industry is uh, male dominating. It's not really because it doesn't have to be that way, and you don't have to choose uh, to be an engineer like me, for example. Uh, you can choose other. Uh, roles mm-hmm. um, which are very successful and um, very um, um, pe- pe- usually we, we need a lot of in- engineers and a lot of people in the construction industry mm-hmm. but you can choose other roles mm-hmm. yeah. just ask around and do your research and exactly, that's really yeah. good advice because there's so much out there and like you say all of us would be happy to help or discuss Definitely, with anybody yeah, wouldn't yeah. we mm-hmm. just thinking exactly. about joining Emily what would you say uh, I would say be true to yourself because there's some amazing personalities in the construction industry mm. in any, every industry to be fair but it's not this big terrifying world of very mm. professional people who are all rock up to work every, <laughs> I've, got some, I've got some great friends who are yeah. definitely probably not class them as that professional but um, <laughs> I, no it, be true to yourself you're your own person mm-hmm. you've got the best personality whatever people say and don't let anybody want to change that. And if you want to go for something, do it. Yeah. I'm almost certain mm. that you'd achieve it. it literally, yeah. you can do anything, can't you? Definitely. You want to. I think that's the yeah. main thing. Don't be scared. Don't hold back. Ask around. Ask and there's a lot of people out there, male, female, whatever, who will support you through what you want to mm-hmm. do. So if you've got something that you want to do, voice it. Someone yeah. in your, someone in your company yeah. will support you through that. And most people want the best for people around them. You yeah. Know, it's actually very few and far between who look to kind of tread on anyone around them. You know, everyone is, if you're in the industry, you're all working for the same goal. You're all yeah. working towards the same, you know, better future. And, you know, a better environment. Things, better environment, better work-life balance, better, all these things. We all want, want all better. So yeah. it's mm-hmm. actually, that's great. Yeah. Um, we can, yeah, we'll be, we'll be part of that. And, yeah, everyone, everyone's here to sort of help you along along your way, really. Yeah. Fab. Oh, well, thanks, ladies. <laughs> That's yeah, a nice way to finish. Um, honestly, really appreciate you all coming down and um, joining me on the G4C podcast. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody, and I hope you all enjoyed it. This was a Next Generation Construction podcast brought to you by G4C the young professional voice of the built environment. We are hopeful here to inspire the next generation of our industry.